Well, hello, listeners. Hello. <laughs> um, we have some good and some bad news. But Whoa. stick around and thank you for joining us for Sundays at Seven. Okay, guys. So as we mentioned, we have some good and some bad news. We'll start with the bad news. We are not talking about the Enneagram tonight. Womp womp. Womp womp. But the good news. The good news is, is that we are planning to do our podcast now two times a week since with the state of the world and everything that's going on, we're going to have a lot more free time because we're just stuck at home like I'm sure everyone listening mm-hmm. to this is. So we thought um, to create a more community environment in the virtual way, mm-hmm. we wanted to, you know, give us something to do that's positive and uplifting for us and our community. And so we decided that we were going to mm. do it Wednesday and <laughs> Sunday. So, Wednesdays at 7. Oh my gosh, that has a ring to it, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So on Wednesday, that's when we're going to do Enneagram number four, four. which yep. we had an amazing guest from both of we, Caitlin and I both went to UK and we both were involved at CSF, the mm-hmm. Christian Student, Student Fellowship. Mm-hmm. And we had someone for, on staff there who was going to be our four, but unfortunately. With know, the circumstances. Yeah. He was unable to. Yes. So. So we're going to try to, you know, get someone on who's a four, maybe phone in. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to figure something out. Four is probably like the le- the number that I know the least. Yeah. And it's also kind of rare, I think. Yeah, it is very rare. Fours and fives number. are both very rare. Mm-hmm. So um, we definitely, on Wednesday, tune in on Wednesday because we are going to definitely record that. My work has actually, um, Governor Bashir made a... Lo- we love him. Gosh. <laughs> He's really surprising. Keeping I'm like actually informed. like I'm actually really just like happy with the way that he's been handling Through the situation. He's yeah. been keeping us informed. And he's like we're just sworn in too. So this is like really like he is Can like Can you just, imagine? Uh, no. I never like, thought about that till just now. It's crazy. Um but he just informed tonight if you watch his five o'clock updates, those are my favorite things. Um but he just informed us tonight that all retail businesses are gonna be closed um by eight PM tomorrow, which is I work in a retail business, obviously. Shout out to Furniture World. Shout out. Um so we are actually going to be closed tomorrow, which means I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with the rest of my week. And also you don't work on location, you work at mm-hmm. home as of right mm-hmm. now. And yeah. so we both, like she said, are gonna have a lot more free time. So we just kinda wanted to get together more. Yeah. As long as we don't have the COVID. Uh oh. I know. It's spreading really fast. It's mm-hmm. actually like really Oh, I, this is what I hear, but obviously none of us really know, but it's peaks before it falls, so. Right. Hopefully that's true. Yeah, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. So we just wanted to kind of get on here just to update you about what's going on. Obviously, everyone knows about the coronavirus and how that is spreading, and obviously we all know, like, there are people on either side of the spectrum, okay? You have people who may be overreacting, you have people who are underreacting, but here is my advice, just to be mindful of what's going on. You know, you don't know what people are going through when they get the sickness unless you've had it yourself, you know? And so just be mindful, just be cautious, be observant, continue to wash your hands, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, continue to just be um, just very smart mm-hmm. about where you are and who you're around and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate and I are not maintaining a six feet distance at this moment. Uh oh. So maybe we should split apart really quick. Here we quick. go. <laughs> That's probably about five feet. Yeah, and I will say too, like just really quick, there are like, for instance, like our governor or like the head of the school system or people like that that are making decisions for thousands and thousands of people. And so I think it's so important just to respect the people who are in charge. And it just like takes me back to um, when 
um, David is running from King Saul in the Bible. And, you know, David had, I've, I've shared this on this podcast before, but David had multiple instances to kill Saul because Saul was like hunting him down and all this stuff. But David had a holy fear for the people that the Lord put in charge. Mm-hmm. And regardless of if you agree or disagree or, you know, whatever, like we need to have a holy fear for the people that God has put in charge of us and making decisions for us. I love that. That's so important. I think another like kind of sobering thing about this whole thing is like it's very equalizing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this whole thing has made me realize, like, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a celebrity like Tom Hanks. It doesn't matter if you're just the average Joe on the street. Like, no matter who you are, this can affect you. And also, mm-hmm. it just, like, brings everyone kind of down to the same level and makes us realize that, you know, it's just very equalizing. We all become equal in a, in a situation right. like this. Like, all of us are confused or fear or whatever. All of us have the same feelings no matter where you come from, no matter who you are. So, um, I just think that's been a really interesting thing to see in our right. diverse Agreed. Nation. <clears throat> agree, agree. So what we wanted to do tonight was just to share um, s- some scripture, obviously. Just to share maybe a couple things that we're each going to try to do with this downtime that we have. And just to offer encouragement. Mm-hmm. So um, Through the lens of a 20-something. A 20-something. Yeah, <laughs> a 20-something. <laughs> That's funny that we're called that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so here's what's so crazy, y'all. I'm not even kidding. This actually happened. Okay. So we were sitting here and we were like, we should share, we should share some scripture. What are we going to share? We didn't really know because obviously there's a ton of scripture that we can pertain to this moment right now. Mm-hmm. So we, here's what happened. Okay. Everyone get ready. We're rubbing our hands together. <laughs> we were sitting on the couch. Kate had her Bible shut and she had her hands on it. And I said, let's just say a prayer and we'll ask for the Lord to give us the scripture to share with everyone who's going to be listening. She was like, all right, let's do it. We said a prayer. She opened the Bible and here's the scripture we are going to share with you in this moment. It doesn't seem like it fits, but it does. It does. It's pretty good. Okay. And I have a thing about this verse anyway. I just love it. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Here we are. We're in Romans chapter seven, verse 15. Oh gosh. This verse. It's Paul. Okay, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do, but what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who does it, but it is sin living in me. You want me to keep going? Keep going. I know that nothing good lives in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. Mm. For what I do is not the good I want to do. No, the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Oh, y'all. Word. Seriously, we've been talking about this verse so much recently. That's what makes it even more. Like with our small, we started out 2020 talking about that verse. Mm-hmm. And then going into the Enneagram series, that's the verse that Randa shared, right? Yes. Because it is like so a, weird. It's a natural tendency that we have to do these things as like the numbers that we, mm-hmm. you know, associate with. Mm-hmm. So it's so crazy that this verse pertains to this moment here. Mm-hmm. And like what we kind of talked about was it is our, just go, with everything going on in the world right now, it is like our human nature just to like panic or fear or worry about what's going on or hoard things or, you know, just all these angry. Yeah, exactly. But like we, and that's like not what we want to do because we have a God who is bigger than anything that is going on right now, who, you know, protects us and guides us and leads us and comforts us. And so our human nature 
reacts to everything going on by being worried but like we know that we need to respond by being godly to people by being servants because we we have a hope that is in Jesus Mm -hmm. in Jesus alone Mm -hmm. and I feel like you know it's so natural for us to like it's so crazy because I saw this thing one time that I think I've said this on this podcast before but it was like we trust God to like make sure that the earth is on its right axis and that like the sun is going to rise and it's going to fall or whatever but we don't we we tend to lose that trust in times like this like why do we trust him in those things but we don't trust him with these mm-hmm. things like if he's faithful then he's going to be faithful now and i love that song do it again mm. like i've seen you move you move the mountains and i believe you'll do it again yeah you know what i mean i feel like that's so like pertinent in this situation like We've seen him be faithful in our lives, and he's going to continue to be. So it's any different in this situation, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I will, like, I'll say that I was one, too, when all this first started coming Mm -hmm. about. I was like, oh, my gosh, I probably need to get groceries. I need to get toilet paper. I need to get everything, you know? And I Mm -hmm. wanted to be prepared and prepared. And I, let me tell you the story, okay? So I needed toilet paper. And I was like, I was reading my Bible that morning and I was like, you know what? No matter what it is, the Lord's going to provide. He just is because that's what he does for Israel when they're wandering through the desert and they need food. He rains down manna from heaven every morning or, you know, he's guiding them like by a pillar of smoke. And then at the night in, in the nighttime, he's guiding them like with a with fire. And I'm like, the Lord is going to provide for us that morning. I went to the um, bank. Okay. And across the street. I told you this. Mm. There was a semi pulling out of Walgreens. And I was like, is this the Lord providing for me? Went over and they had a full thing of toilet paper. And I was like, this is the Lord providing. That is the Lord if I've ever heard it. But it's so, like, that was just, you know, a goofy story to tell. But it's so true that that's something that I've dealt with too. You know, like being in this, like, my human nature just takes over and it's like, like freak out, you know. Mm -hmm. But, like, my mind and my spirit have to remind my human nature that you know it's going to be okay mm-hmm. because the lord is you know protecting us and i feel us. like if we use like i feel like a lot of us feel hopeless in this situation because it's out of our control and i feel like if you use that hopelessness to fuel like use that hopelessness as fuel to like turn to the lord like that's you know what i mean like in our hopelessness is when we find the true hope mm-hmm. you know what i mean when we can turn you can't be have hope if you've never been hopeless. So I feel like in a situation like this, like we're all hopeless and that gives us the platform to be able to have hope in something greater. And I hope that that's what, you know, like America is realizing, like it's okay to feel hopeless, you know what I mean? Because it, I mean, there is one only true hope and that's, you know, the providence of God. And so, yeah, I mean, that's really all we can do in this situation. I mean, none of us have been through this before, so. Right, definitely. Just uniting together Mm -hmm. as a community. Even though we can't, like, be together, you know, Mm -hmm. just uniting together spiritually, Mm -hmm. serving and loving. Mm -hmm. Um, So we wanted to give you a couple things that we're going to do as we both have Mm downtime. And maybe some things that you guys can do because... In this time, it's so easy to just sit in your house on your phone or watching TV or, you know, doing all of these things. Mindless. Resor- yeah, resorting to all of these things to kind of get your mind off everything, just like mm-hmm. you said. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing that we can, I would encourage everyone to do is just to read your Bible. We all have tons of time. Read the Word. Figure out what God says. And honestly, just like, it's just such a, like that hope that you, like, we're talking about, like, you grow that hope by like understanding who God is and you understand who God is by reading the Bible and like, do, like reading what he's, his promises are for us, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like this, although this is a horrible situation, obviously, but it's such an, like an opportunity for us to like 
with this extra time, like, to do something productive with it. And, like, mm -hmm. we were talking earlier, like, you never regret reading your Bible. Like, that's not something, like, after you're done, you're like, oh, man, I wish I didn't waste my time doing that. You know, like, you never yeah. say that. You always, always get something out of it. And um, that's one of my biggest things that I'm convicted of a lot, like, as a Christian, especially, like, someone our age who's, like, you know, busy or whatever. I think right. busyness is a myth because you can make time for whatever you want. But anyways, um, is like, not being in the Word as much as I would like to be. So I'm really going to try to make this time, like, an opportunity for me to to do that. And then hopefully, like, throughout this time and maybe when this whole thing passes, like, I will create those habits now that will carry over into when things start to, mm -hmm. you know, fill back up again. And I will have those permanent roots this mm -hmm. is like a time to dig your roots deep because mm -hmm. you've got time to do it mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and so that when the you know when the world starts getting kind of busy again when people start getting out again then you have that solid root yep you know system mm -hmm. and so you're not gonna fall over yeah i also think obviously read your bible but i also think just reading in general mm -hmm. is so has been so beneficial for me i've been reading <laughs> Mere Christianity right now by C.S. Lewis. And I would, like, recommend any book by him because if you really want to test your brain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can literally fill my I brain I read one growing. book by C.S. Lewis, and I had to read it twice. Like, I like I would, each chapter I'd have to read, like, twice because the way he writes is just so mm -hmm. intellectual. And I, have I was to just like, woof. I only save, like, two chapters a day because I just can't do, I can't handle any more than that. Like, I have to let it simmer, you mm -hmm. know? But um, he has a lot of good ones, like screw tape letters, mm -hmm. mere Christianity. I mean, he has so many. Yeah. If you really want to, like, have a different spin on, you know, the Christian walk, those are really good. Right. I agree. I've been trying to, um, I've been failing at it recently. But I've been trying to, if I, like, catch myself getting on my phone, like, grabbing my book instead, mm -hmm. you know, and just reading. It, reading just builds your brain up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, and the next thing that we... Um, I think this is just, I can automatically feel a change in my day when I do this. And that is go outside. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Governor Bashir said we could go on walks. That's what he said. Walk our dogs. And I trust him. Mm -hmm. Um, but just being out in God's, this sounds so cliche, but it's just so true. It is. I'm sorry. But like whenever you, I feel like sometimes when I'm in, I live in an apartment, so I can feel like the kind of like the walls are closing in a little bit. And like when you feel claustrophobic or suffocated or when you start to sink into those thoughts, like we were talking about earlier, being anxious or like if I start to think about like how long this could last, you know, it starts to kind of weigh down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It weighs me down a little bit. And so when I go outside, like the world opens up and I realize how small I am, you know what I mean? And I start to look around and it's so crazy how like just being in creation, it's literally, a, literally a reflection of God and it's mm -hmm. just, you're just filled with his presence. And I'd recommend, like, going on a walk. Listen, today I was sitting on the couch. I was watching TV. I was being boring, doing all the things that, that you don't I do. don't want to do, okay? <laughs> Living that verse out. And one of my friends texted me and said, hey, you want to go for a walk? And I was laying on the couch under my nice cozy blanket, and I was like, ooh. I was like, yeah, let's go for a walk. We went down to the new um, place where the old hospital used to be, and there's, like, a new path down there. And I took my little doggo, and it literally changed, like, my mindset, changed the course of my day. Totally. Just getting outside. And it took us, like, I mean, a walk takes how long? 30 minutes? Mm -hmm. Not even that. Mm -hmm. You know, we loaded our dogs up and went to there and then came back and we were probably gone an hour. Yeah. If that. And I, we walked, like, a mile and a half. I And it's exercise. It's exercise. Yeah. And you don't have to walk by yourself. You can walk with people, mm -hmm. too. I live really close to Jacobson Park in Lexington. And I went on a, when it was nice, whatever day that was, a few days ago, I went on a walk and I put in my 
earphones and I listen to worship music the whole time. Mm. And it was like my, since I can't go to, you know, we can't meet as a congregation, you know, it was like right. my own little church. And like she said, it just changed completely the trajectory of my day, you know, and it was like my own personal time with God as I was walking. It's just, it's just good. I really recommend. And if you think it's weird walking by yourself, do what I did and put your headphones in and listen yeah. to worship music. So. Yeah, maybe, did you sing out loud when you were walking? I probably did. <laughs> I don't care. I hope so. <laughs> um, another thing, like being outside, you can always do like yard work. I read something on Facebook. I'm trying to find it really quick. One of my friends, oh, here it is. Um, she said that, I guess there are like healthy antidepressants in soil. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe I need to research that a little bit more. Um, but like when you dig your hands in the soil and you're doing yard work or stuff like that, like it mm -hmm. gives you, you know, like healthy. And just getting back vibes. to the basics of life. Like how crazy is it that like, it's rare that we take the time to just go on a walk and be in God's yeah. presence. Like we're like, oh wow, we actually have time to go on a walk. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just seems Cause we're like... always so busy. Our schedules always just clog up mm -hmm. so fast, mm -hmm. you know, like if this were any other week, I would have my schedule planned out to Thursday, you know, just just cause totally. I, that's how it is. So this is like, even though this is a time that we obviously all don't want to be in, there is good that we can learn from it for sure. Just rest. Yeah. Um, the third thing is just to find ways to serve in your community. And so um, Calvary Christian Church is like launching this new thing called Neighborhood Care Units. And um, it's so cool because you'll there's like geographic locations around Winchester and there are teams in charge of those locations. And so you can get on a team and then there's a list. And so uh, maybe there's an individual in your community who needs groceries or they need a prescription picked up or they need, you know, anything. And they call in and they put it on this list and then you, if you're a servant, which is what they call the runners or whatever, you go and you pick up these things for them and take them to them. And... Like, I was, like, we were, my husband and I were thinking about doing it, and I was like, but I have, like, I work every day, you know, and so I wouldn't be able to do it until after work, and they're like, no, just, you know, sign up, we need people to sign up, so you can just do it, you know, when you get off work, just make a couple of runs or whatever, and I was like, okay, well, now I'm, I'm not going to be going to work every day, and so I'm going to have plenty of time to, you know, just, and I don't think it's, like, it's, it's not, like, complicated, you know, it's just a very simple way, just like for people, like for instance, like elderly people who are like more affected by the coronavirus than I would be, mm -hmm. um, just so they don't have to get outside of their house, mm -hmm. you know, you just drop it off to them. And I also think serving, like, it reminds you of the good, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like it just like makes you zoom out and really see like the goodness of people and like the way we're uniting as an American people. And I don't know, it just takes you out of that that mindset that's so easy to get in if you just you sit in it for too long. You know what yeah. I mean? And serving is the best way to bring you back to reality and give you perspective and realize, you know, that, you know, there is good that's happening and you can be a part of it. Yeah, definitely. I 100% agree. All right. And the last one is, and this is, oh, such a good one. Um, such a my, good one. Probably my favorite. Oh, reading the Bible is my favorite. But <laughs> um, to be present. And like we were talking about earlier, it's so easy to, why, why is that, by the way? It goes back to that verse. Like, why, why do we want to do that? Why is it so easy for us to just settle out looking at our phone or scrolling through all these social medias or just vegging out on the couch and not doing anything? Like, why do we always want to result to that? Because whenever I step up and I'm, and I'm present and I decide to, like, cook a dinner with my roommate or I decide to do some kind of project or just be present in the moment instead of just, like, 
I don't know another term besides vegging out. I don't know. <laughs> vegging out. Being I like a vegetable. It I don't know. You know what I mean? I like I it. Never, I'm guilty of doing that. I never, ever regret that. I never regret getting up and being productive and being present. And I heard a quote one time. Oh, God. Oh, our dinner's here. Uh-oh. Um, here they come. Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, keep okay. going. That God is present when we are, which obviously means, I mean, God is always present, but we aren't able to see him unless we are present. So when we are present, we're able to see God even more. So. Amen. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ditto to that. Ditto. I have nothing to add. And be present. Like if you're... If you have with your family, if you're stuck in yeah with, with your, your family, family mm -hmm. like what better? It's time? so easy, like you said. To, and I've caught myself just even these past couple days, just picking up my phone and scrolling through Facebook, and I'm like, I'm just reading the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. Just like I looked over to my dad today, and like, oh, well, I looked over at my whole family. You know, all of us were on our phones, and my dad was just sitting there watching everyone. Aww. And I'm like, I want to be that person. Mm -hmm. yeah. It takes like a intentional effort to step out of that. Absolutely. So it's like a habit that you have to break. Mm -hmm. You know, like we're all in such a habit to. Just pick up our phones when we're bored, or pick up our phones when there's like dead time. You know, you just have to use something else. Throw your phone away. Fuel the board in the garbage. Mm -hmm. Get rid of it. Throw, throw your phone in the garbage. Is the lesson <laughs> um, so we just wanted to share a couple words of just like final encouragement um, before we end. This podcast is going to be a little bit shorter, but it's because we're doubling up this week. We're doubling right? up. Mm -hmm. um, I'm currently reading a book called Love Does by Bob Goff, and I'm only in like not even in the first chapter. Okay, I'm in like the foreword, and I'm already so blown away. Um, but it talks about Bob, he like has this, um, his office, I guess, is at Treasure Island in Disney World. Like that's where he works. Mm -hmm. And so, um, the final paragraph of the foreword, he says, as I sit on my island, it becomes, oh Lord oh. have mercy, something just fell in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like ketchup. <laughs> um, it says, as I sit on my island, it becomes clear that we need to stop plotting the course and instead just land the plane on our plans to make a difference by getting to the do part of faith. That's because love is never stationary. In the end, love doesn't just keep thinking about it or keep planning for it. Simply put, love does. Oh, man. Highly recommend that book, too, by the way. So good. So good. Like I said, I'm only on the foreword, and I'm, like, already blown away. Love does. Love just does. Mm -hmm. It doesn't think. It doesn't plan. It just does. It's an action. Yeah. And I'm going to share a little encouragement from Ooh, this 40-day prayer challenge. It's called Draw the Circle by Mark Batterson. I think I've read this, like, three times. I just keep rereading it over and over and over again because it's... There's just, just something good. I feel like every, every time she comes over to my house, she shares something with me. From I do. Book. I do. I love it. She has it all. If you like, she, Kaden's an annotator, okay? <laughs> so if you look at her books, they're all underlined and scribbled in and wrote and like written. If there's an arrow next to it, whew, that means it's good. <laughs> okay, it says, it's talking about prayer. And it says, I don't know what you've been circling as in circling with prayer. For the past 40 days or 40 weeks or 40 years, I don't know if you've gotten a yes, a no, or a not yet. You've got to praise God if the answer is yes and trust him if the answer is no. If the answer is not yet, you've got to keep circling. And if you keep circling, the walls will come down. If you pray through, the breakthrough is inevitable. Mm, pray through the breakthrough. So we're praying through the situation and a breakthrough is inevitable. That is Prayer the last thing that you can powerful. do. Pray. Mm -hmm. Pray for everyone who is affected by the coronavirus. Pray for the people who are working on the front lines, you know, and... Um, just pray for everyone who, because there are a lot of people living in fear right now. So we need to pray for the people who are living in fear. And just for our nation, for the people making decisions. You know, there is, you could spend a lot of time in prayer for this situation for sure. And also, I think it's, what I've learned kind of from the situation is it's really easy for us to pray, or for me, to pray about myself all the time. My Same. problems, my situations, my world. And then this situation has made me like, realize like, 
I need to be praying for my world and my yeah. nation and my community and not just about me, myself, and I, you know, and that's really been something convicting for me in this. Yeah, we talk about, um, like, we like live in an individualistic culture. We've talked about that a lot on this podcast. And I feel like this whole experience, kind of what I said previously, is... Um, you know, it sucks what we're going through and like, it's okay to say that it's like not good, you know, but there are good things that can come from it. And I mm -hmm. think being an individualistic culture, we are given the opportunity right now to kind of shift the focus from ourselves to our community, mm -hmm. to unite together as a community, to help, to serve if you can, you know, and just to think about other people for, you know, a switch. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's all we have for today, folks. I love that. Yeah. It was nice, short, sweet, and to the point. I'm encouraged. Um, but make sure you join us on Wednesday. We will be talking about the Enneagram 4. That's the individualist, right? Oh, yeah. I think the 4s are like the artsy. Yeah, they're so mysterious, so. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, so join us on Wednesday. Thank you for joining us tonight. Sorry this wasn't what, if you were looking forward to the Enneagram 4 tonight, we apologize. It's but we coming. hope that you were, I mean, I was definitely, um, just, I guess, encouraged mm -hmm. by our conversation, mm -hmm. you know, so hopefully everyone else was too. The Lord is alive and he is working. That's Don't right. forget that. That's right. All right. We will see you on Wednesday or not see you, but hopefully you are listening on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us for Sundays, Sundays at 7. <laughs>